Hey, welcome everyone. It's Tuesday night, 11 p.m. Eastern. It's another live edition, live podcast edition of Anime Talk. Tonight we have a special guest, so let's get this started right away. As always, it's me and Aeroblip. Sup? And tonight we're joined by a always favorite special guest, 2DT. I'm in a closet. <laughs> he is in a closet. Come out of the closet, 2D. Come out of the closet. All right. But that's a terrible joke. We don't need to hash that anymore tonight. We did that twice already. It's getting old. So let's get to some, uh, let's get to some news here. First up, oh, I guess before we get to the news, we have a text, mail, text message and voicemail line. You can leave us a voicemail at any time during the week. You can text message us during the show. Remember that standard voice and text message rates apply. And the best voicemails we receive during the week, we will play on the show. So come listen in. Come leave us a voicemail. We'll uh, go from there. Anyways, let's get to some news. Okay. First up, voice actress. Uh, Saito gets married. She's Yay! She's young, 32, I believe. Still doing many, many voice actress roles. Thoughts, guys? Actually, you know... Um, I checked, I checked Anime News Network, and she, she wrote this really lovely message. Let's see if I can pull it up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She so doesn't have, like, Twitter or anything like that, so, so she put it up on the main website. Is it okay to read? Yes, go for it. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, she was blessed on fate and have registered, and have entered my name into the family register. My partner is a man who works at a regular company, and he is a sincere man who is so gentle and kind that I feel he is almost too good for me. I want to walk along the path of life with him and create a happy family where the smiles never end. It's <sighs> good. Sounds like something right out of a romance novel. Right? <laughs> but she's a, she's a very faithful this is from And you can see by the picture on the right, there are many, 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 many other roles she has played. Now, question, there's a lot of weird uh, fanisms over voice actresses. Do you think that her being married will impact her popularity? Hmm. Nope. I don't think so at all. Because you, uh, cause here's the thing. you guys well, know what I'm thing. talking about, right? They, people get weird about this kind of stuff. Well, no, no, no. There's a difference between voice actresses and idols. Like, idols can be voice actresses. But usually voice actresses, as I've learned over the past few years, is that they're treated, like, in their own separate category. Um, I mean, in the past, like, like, they've gotten married before. They usually don't make a big deal of it. So that's why you, like, I mean, that's why this is actually news, because this is the first time we've heard of it. Um, but even then, like... Most people who are married or or even have kids, it's not really a big deal. Because um, what uh, a few months ago, Makoto from like the voice actress who plays Makoto for Idol Master, um, she announced that she was so she'd be taking a break. And instead of everyone getting mad, like oh she's not pure, all that stuff, they actually just congratulated her through multiple means of media. So like it's 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 not like AKB 0048 kind of crazy, but at the same time it's. It's a little more toned down, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So I think well, there's. She maybe not will not become less popular, but 
I imagine that getting married and starting a family will, will result in her retiring, much like other voice actors do. Okay. I mean, more or well, less retiring, you know? I'll, I'll sure about that, cause how long before you even go around? She married? Oh, man. I'm <laughs> I, so I sad. So. I'm so sad. <laughs> I thought so. My well, life is over. Considering her age, I thought she was married. But, I mean, what I'm trying to say, though, is that, like, there are quite a few voice actresses out there who are up in their years, but at the same time are still doing it. So she may teeter off a bit. Like, so, you know, so instead of, like, what, this season she has three anime. She's in three different shows. So she may not be pulling that as often as, like, in the coming years, but she'll still she'll definitely be around. She's way too popular to not get a job. Completely agree. All right. Yeah. Next up. Yes. Creamy Mommy gets oh, funded. Oh, God. Creamy Mommy. <laughs> okay, can I, can I just say something? Um, all right, so, so it's, it's gotten to the point where I've, um, I've muted any mention of Creamy Mommy on my timeline because you guys are just so insanely dedicated. No, it is, I wouldn't it is say something you else. guys. I would say there are a couple individuals in particular. A few, a few. I think but most famously, I think it was ABCB Tom would be one mm-hmm. that was nothing but spam for Creamy Mommy. And it worked. It worked. That's the most amazing thing. That's true. That's true. Now, this was a magical girl from the 80s, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. I know very little about this show. I barely I follow magical girl shows myself, so I have no background on this. Um, well, so, uh, sorry guys, just a second. let me get out of this closet and we can, oh god. Alright, I won't make a joke. Um, well, no, I, yeah, so... no, I, I, seriously, I'm just dying in here. Oh god. <laughs> so wait, okay. So, <sighs> so cre- Creamy Mommy, what, what is this about, exactly? See, that's the thing, is I, I'll be honest, I have no freaking clue, other than ABCB Tom was nothing but all over the part of, what, two weeks? Yeah, I think so. Um, well, Creamy Mommy is is actually it's it's kind of a more fashion based um, magical girl show. Okay. And I talked to somebody I talked to somebody recently, and I don't know if this is true, but they say that in general there's this kind of revival of the Lily aesthetic, and that that might have something to do with Creamy Mommy's uh, reemergence. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. That's I'm getting very... education right now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do a quick research here because. I thought maybe you two would be able to talk about it because I don't know anything about it. I oh, I don't. No, no. Here's here's the thing. I um, I'm not against magical girl shows. I just if it's before the 2000s, I just don't care. <laughs> kind of like, if it's before 2012, I may not even care. Like if it's, if it's not Sailor Moon is 1992. Yeah, I, I I mean, there's one exception, and that's Card Captor Sakura. So oh, here, here's something Sakura. unique about it. this: is the first of five magical girl anime to be produced by Studio Parat. Hmm. And the first of these to feature designs from Akemi Takada. It aired from 1983 to 1984 on Nippon Television. Okay. <laughs> Just kind of throw Actually, you know, that, that's, that's something interesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm pointing right now and nobody can see, but um, the, the fact that this is done through Anime Souls, which is a, it's kind of a crowdfunding yep. um, project, so I understand, to, to bring back, back old series on DVD. Um, and it actually worked. This time it works. Like, that's kind of yes. So when you when you say funded, are you saying like it's so it's not a reboot. It's just 
release the DVD. Yes. That's correct. Oh, okay. I was yeah, thinking, yeah, we're, yeah. Not, we're not even getting a re-air of this. So, oh, so I was thinking this was like, you know, a Gotcha Man crowd, so like, it's like a reboot oh, of the no, franchise. No, it's, no, the actual, no. it's just the old series brought back. That's the amazing thing. So, um, people care about the show from 1983 enough to, to raise money and bring it up. Interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So not, not everyone's like you <laughs> with Mr. Uh, Pre-2000s, no good, you know? <laughs> Just saying. I watch a lot of classic shows, but like Magical Girl is so far down on my list of things I'm trying to catch up on from pre-2000 that I will probably never watch this. Um, I'm terrible. I don't know. This, this could be something like your daughter would like. Oh, no, I no doubt she'd like it. But I still have things like Print and all kinds of other stuff before I get to this with her. Um, guys, there, there appears to be some kind of sound issues being choppy. We're being choppy, huh? Who says yeah, this? Yeah, um, um, it looks like Grumpy Angie and Welcome Unknown are carrying on a little bit on, on Twitter. Oh. Uh, well, it, it's okay. I suppose we'll just do our best. Yeah, they, they probably have protected accounts because I can't see anything from them. So. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you don't post in the social stream. We can't know these things. Yep. Can't oh, yeah, okay. Um, Can I use the screen on the right to let us know? Yeah. I'm not hearing yeah, anything, but I'm also not. I can't listen to the screen because that goes back through and broadcasts every I say twice. But anyway, we'll move on here. I think we have to remind me enough. Yes, yes, yes. God, how is that not a hentai? I don't know, dude. That's, I thought it was a hentai. I will admit, I thought it was a hentai when they first started talking about it. I'll be completely honest with you guys. Completely honest. I thought it was a hentai. So, oh, fair enough. All right, so next up. Uh, he's on Atari this fall. All right, I'll take point on this one. Go for it. Please. So, uh, so uh, one of the audio studios, so you know how anime studios, they generally work with like a lot of CD distribution studios as well. Um, you know, anime singles and all that nonsense. Well, apparently one of them, uh, I forgot which one off the top of my head. It's on, the store's on Crunchyroll. But one of them posted uh, saying that the, one of their singles for Kizumonogatari would bring out this fall. So a lot of people are speculating that this may be a slip of PR or something, but staff may be finally giving us Kizu Monogatari out there a year late. But the, the main thing is, is that we could be getting Kizu Monogatari, especially since Monogatari's second season will be going through summer and season. And one of the stories will be to do air, like a, almost like a TV movie. So, I mean, anything that's just more Monogatari 2013. Mm-hmm. Let me do a quick pitch. Do it. Okay. No, you, you, need, you, need, you need the pitch to me because I really, I really want to watch these Monogatari things, but um, I stopped my Mayo Snail. I, I couldn't stand it. I just couldn't. So, Mayo Snail is one of the slower arcs. In my personal opinion, it's one of the slower arcs of the Pokemon. Okay. Um, after that, it definitely does pick up. But the, for me, like, the series, the strength of the series lies in the character interactions. So with Koyomi, with all the other girls, and especially when you combine it with um, Chef's visual style, let's say. Um, don't forget, Pokemon mm-hmm. Factory is what essentially made after we see this today. Um, you know, because, you know, Shippo's been doing often these experimental type, you know, styles. But Bakke is the one that really stuck with people, is the one that really defined who he is in the industry. And to be honest, like, 
combined with the clever wordplay and and actually what I personally like is a a very awesome love story. You get it a fantastic series. Oh, um, oh, I like that. The love stories yeah. are good. Yeah. So um if anything, if you if you really don't want to trudge through it all and you just want to butcher how franchise and franchise is in your eyes, um just don't watch the episodes, but watch episode twelve. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. That's um, if you sorry, really uh, wanna ruin let's, it. Let's give it okay. Um all right, so we're getting a lot of lot of audio um complaints. Okay guys, um can you can you do me a favor and and um type things? Uh hold on. Let's see. Uh -oh. yeah, I'm, I'm working through it. I don't know like I don't hear anything on your guys' end, so Okay, um so I'm just gonna um okay. Uh, sorry, that's Oh, no. oh, yeah, okay, bonjour. <laughs> uh, all right, um, you guys, okay, so um, everybody on, on the social stream, thank you so much. Just keep keep telling us when you have problems. Okay, you just professional oh. right now. Lovely, lovely. Um, so, how's it going? It's great. Uh, oh, life. I love, oh, dude, it's in shambles right now. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh no, no, no. Um, it's, it's it's not it's not a broken heart. It's a, you, I can do this if you want to. But um, it's not a broken heart. It's more or less I'm traveling a lot lately, so I don't necessarily oh. have a, a permanent nest. So oh, I see, I see. So it's a little hard to find um a partner. Exactly. I mean, you can I can pick up girls. It's just I can't settle down with them. It's kind of hard. <laughs> oh, to oh you bad boy! My gosh. I know, right? right. Then again, you know, when we, met in Boston, when we met in Boston, you were very charming, I must say. All right, guys, I'm back. Oh, hi. So we'll see if stopping uh, <laughs> two devices being Netflix will help. Oh. Oh. So I, I see. Three kids, right? Oh, they're, they're cute. It's okay. They're cute at all. At all. <laughs> Hopefully that'll clean things up. I got a very nasty look when I told them to turn it off, though, so we'll see what that gets me later. Uh, you sound a little clearer. Sound a little better? All right. Okay. Uh, so, MBL says if you refresh, it works better, but I don't know. Except All right, I wasn't everybody, please refresh. Packets. Yeah, I wasn't seeing any drop packets, so it was hard to tell, but the bit rate went up, so I think we're good. All right, so I will start this again. Um, Go for it. Kizu Monogatari. So I don't, I don't know how much people did not get, but the point is what I'm saying is that Kizu Monogatari, which was originally announced in 2012, has not officially been announced for 2013, but one of the audio studios that partners with Shaft and Plex and Lantis, I think it's Lantis that does the CDs, or it's Sony. I think it's Sony. Um, mm -hmm. One of the audio studios essentially dropped that Kizu Monogatari would be coming out this fall. They didn't specify an exact date, but the fact is that it would be coming in the fall season. So this leads us to believe that given how Monogatari's second season will be airing through the summer and fall, they could essentially release it during that time period. Okay, so this is mostly speculation. Yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah. It's mostly okay. It, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's mostly speculation. But the important thing is, is that 2DT needs to watch this because the couple in this is so incredibly adorable, and it's probably one of my favorite anime couples of all time. Okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. And like I said, um, 
if you really want to butcher the franchise, but you just want a cute love story, just watch episode 12 and don't even watch anything else. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you watch episode 12, you will come crying back to me saying that this was the most beautiful anime ever. <laughs> oh, I look forward to that. I mean, it, 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 that's what jumped... And pers- this is what jumped uh, Bakemonogatari into, like, top three personal favorites of all time. Was that mm-hmm. one episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Right. And so I like I'm Shaq. just interested in seeing the prequel. They hint at it all the time. I want to see what actually happened. Full form. I've never read the light novels, nothing like that. I want to see what they've been hinting at for the better part of three series now. You know? Yes. So. True. This is the prequel I mean, that sets it all in motion. Yeah. All right. Moving on, we're talking about sales. Yes. Generalized volumes because there's no official data. We're just getting rough early estimates just so people don't come hammer on us later. And look what's number one. Yay. Madoka. Madoka. Yeah. Mm. Madoka. Whatever. Yes. Now, is this all three discs? Uh, well, so the Madoka um, is only two discs. It's the first it's movie the first and the two. two. Okay. Yes. The third movie has is coming out this fall. Okay. So, but uh, I have seen the first two movies, and I do think that they are wonderful, wonderful movies. Um, a lot of people think that they're just pure re- recap and rehash. Um, I do not think that's true at all. I actually enjoyed the movies quite a bit, and I recommend that if you have the chance, you should probably pick this up and watch those as well. Um, yeah, I'm not, I can't say it'll be as good as the original series, but it'll definitely rekindle the love. So. Mm-hmm. I'm particularly happy that Yamato is so, so highly ranked compared to all this. And volume six at that. True, true. That's true. I'm surprised that Railgun is so low. That's really... Um, Wait, for, but look, at that. look at the quantity of sales. The only reason it's low on this list is because there's so many other things coming out that are more anticipated. 14,000 is a pretty big number. Yeah, I wouldn't say 4 is low either. Right? <laughs> no. I mean, there was, I think there was about 12 to 15 anime releases during that time span. So between July 24th and now, there are about 12 to 15 anime releases. So, coming in 4, that's, that's pretty darn good. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, I'm also in pre- nothing here also- under the ten thousand mark. So that's a lot of sales in one. All that's relatively one week. Yeah, it's a lot of sales. I'm surprised Odeima still sells. Well, you have those masochists at heart that just enjoy that. Hey, 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 hey! I will say right now, Odeima was not that bad of a show. Okay, not that bad. That's, well, I, <laughs> that's I, I will, phrase. Well, I will legit say that um, during the anime power rankings, the last three or four episodes, it made my ballot. Or emo got or emo got good. It went from complete shit. I I absolutely hated the first two thirds, but then once I made that turn and I actually started focusing back on Kyosuke and the the main people, then that's when it got good. I will defend it to this day. Like, I will, I will die. I will go down with the ship. Like, take up or, the sword for Odeemo. Yeah, and as Hybrid MBL kind of rehashed you, there are more on this list that are over 10K if we go past number six. True. So that's, a mm-hmm. lot, that's a lot of sales in July. 
when you think about it. It's a lot of things to push. Well, but for the record, though, I don't know exactly how much big of an influence it was, but the past two weeks, there wasn't really anything new coming out. The only thing I can think of that was noteworthy was Attack on Titan. Sure, that which had was massive... what, a week ago, two weeks ago now? Yeah, mm-hmm. but that had massive sales. But other than that, nothing else came out during that time period. Okay. So, so guys, great time, good stuff coming out. We'll see if we ever get any of that here. I mean, oh. Yamato 2199 has a North American track if somebody would just pick it up and distribute it. Hint, hint. Yeah. You guys, you guys and your Yamato is, is, is I, don't, I haven't seen it yet, but just the passion you guys have is, is For unreal. me, it's, I, I'm a sci-fi nut, just in general. I like sci-fi shows, and this show is great because okay. there's a great plot. It's beautifully animated and remade. You know, it's a, it's a, re, it's a remaking of the original series from the 70s. Oh. The dates in particular. I apologize. So they've remastered. It's redone. New new animation. Uh, characters have been changed up slightly, which is for the better. Actually, the interactions are better. Uh, the plot is great. There's good music. It's just exciting. Mm-hmm. It's a great space drama. Mm-hmm. And uh, up till now, let's see. Volume six covers up through episode twenty-two, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and then the last yeah. volume is supposed to do the last four episodes. Yep. So 26 episodes in all. The last X volume comes out in two more months. Three more months. Popple. What's that? Popple. Popple. What? Popple. Puppy. Oh, Puppy. the damn dog. Yeah. <laughs> that that little dog. I have nicknamed it shit for brains. So, because it, oh, uh, it's a little minpin chihuahua mix. And for that reason, the dog has grown attached to me, and I want nothing to do with it. Like, I'll sit down, and the thing, like, grows a lump on the side of my leg. Like, it sits so close, I can't separate it. Guys, Damn dog. Joe's being soon daddy. Yeah, I hate that dog. <laughs> I hate that dog. Anyways. And once it dies, you will be the first one to cry. I'll be the first one to bury it in the garden. I'll have the shovel sitting out there waiting. Anyways, moving on. That's the Oh, look at you, Hakamori. What's that? Nothing, I was just calling you a grave digger. Hey, so Rocket News came up with a, a fun little list of unforgettable manga lines. Thought it'd be fun just to kind of pull them up and and see what they consider to be unforgettable lines. A lot of these are your basic cliche type stuff, which is always kind of fun to read. So first up from Slam Dunk, the moment you give up is the moment the game is over for you. If that's not a cliche sports line, I don't know what is. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's true. You know, Slam, Slam Dunk has this, it has this insane, enduring popularity. It didn't come out from the 80s or something like that. Oh, yeah, it's pretty old. If I remember. Yeah, and, and still, like, people still hold it up as a classic. And so it's, you know. Yeah. Well, all these are actually pretty old. Mostly all these are pretty long-running or old shows, definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. Next up from Blackjack, impressive that he could kill five men. It takes all I've got to save one. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Blackjack, or read Blackjack, or seen the Blackjack anime or OVAs. It, it fits in with his personality, right? He's a very dramatic doctor. I don't know mm-hmm. who that is. Blackjack, he's the underground doctor. Yeah, by Tezuka, I believe. Yes. Okay, well, it's 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 good. Next from Pixar Star, you're already dead by Kindro. Mm. Classic line. And last up, in the end, I'm just a poop manufacturing machine. Aren't we all? But I thought those were kind of funny. Thought others might enjoy it. Those are classic lines that people consider. That's what Rocket News considers unforgettable, unforgettable manga lines. Mm. Let's see. Oh, by the way, it's uh, Kenshiro. 
Kenjiro. Did I say it wrong? Uh, Kenshiro. Kenshiro. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just spelling. No big deal. As, as Arrow knows from quite a long experience, I can't pronounce anything worth crap, so forgive me. <laughs> See, it just hey. fits to the North Star family of crazy, that's all. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Hey, so it's quiz time. We've been collecting all day. So let's go through the first group here, and then I think we've got oh, a few God. in the social stream as well. So. Okay. So Yeah, now's the time, guys. So, 2DT, why are you so awesome? Who asked that? Uh, he's in our social stream today. Uh, you can look it up later, but 2DT, why are you so awesome? <laughs> oh, it's just, I, I can probably narrow it down to two or three people who would ask that question. <laughs> um, because, because I really love you guys. That's why. <laughs> I'm only as awesome as you are. <laughs> so, next question. What is your favorite type of tea? Oh, that's a good one. Um, okay, so uh, I actually, I like a lot of teas. I mean, I generally am I'm a fan of black tea, but my favorite, my absolute favorite is, um, is Darjeeling Rishihat Estate, um, which is yeah, Indian tea from the Darjeeling region. Um, and actually, fun fact, it's, it's, um, it's Bell Dandy's favorite tea. Who? So, oh my God, Bell Dandy. <laughs> Bell Dandy. From Oh My Goddess? I've never seen it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, yeah, she's yeah. That's one of those old animes, yeah. Oh, those, those pre two thousand ones, yeah. Yeah, they, well, probably never seen it. I've heard of it, but I just didn't know. I don't know anything. I've heard of it. Yeah, so her her favorite tea is Darjeeling, and I, I found that out. And when I was a kid, I really I was like, okay, I'm gonna drink Darjeeling. Built any like Darjeeling, and but then I actually liked it. So, okay. Yeah. So this next question is kind of you can answer it either with what you have done or what you would do next time all right mm -hmm. so if you were mm -hmm. to conduct a panel at an anime expo what would you do now we've already discussed in pre-show that you've done a panel before so yes I, I did um i did learning japanese through hentai with um with fshi that was that was a lot of fun people were really excited and people are really perverted <laughs> yeah, quite an experience um if i if i had to do my but i would co-host if if i had to do my own panel um I'd want to. I'd want to host a, a kind of a matchmaking one, one of those singled out kind of games that they do. Oh, <laughs> three guys. Yeah, three wouldn't guys that be fun? The yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And they have to like Dating answer game. otaku questions. That'd be great. Oh my gosh, that um, would be hilarious. Especially <laughs> know, if you right? were the if you were the the host, uh, that would be. I'd find that pretty fun. I would. I would watch that. That'd be funny. Yeah, yeah it's um. There, I remember. This AX, there was there was a guy. There was a panel about giving advice to nerds about how to talk to how to talk to women. Oh, oh no, no, it was great! It was great. One, just one bit that I that I that I learned. Um, he said, you know, nerds or geeks, when when we ask out uh, or when we like a girl, we start constructing in our head um, how the relationship will go, like all the wonderful things we'll do, and all the all the all you know all just. All the, all the time that you'll spend with this person, just fantasies, basically. And so it builds up so much that, um, that you don't want to ask them out anymore because if they say no, your beautiful fantasies are gone. Yes, this is exactly right? what I'm so goes back to the Aeroblips class, which apparently is common, but none of you have heard it before. It's like, don't put the pussy on a pedestal. Ah, wow, I've never heard that before. <laughs> oh, Jesus, really? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Okay. No, that, that, is, that, is, that is the one thing that we, or you, y'all, shy anime fans out there, like, tend to do. 
something else bring them to college. But yeah, you don't put the pussy on a pedestal. Oh geez, next question. You don't. You don't. You don't next you don't question. Ladies, um, <laughs> ladies, ladies on the on the pedestal. <laughs> what show has yes. been a surprising favorite for you this season? Um. Oh yeah, that's right. That's from Angie. Hi, Angie. Um. Well, okay. So actually, I really like Rose and Maiden. It's so good. It's so good. Um. And I, I'm so somebody take, who, you actually wanted to take a moment to talk about that specifically. Yes. Okay. Everybody listening, I'm a, I'm trying I'm gonna try and sell you on Rose and Maiden 2013. So, um I did not watch the first two seasons of the original show. And in fact I thought it was kind of annoying because it was it was a big 4chan meme, you know. Um so I avoided it. <laughs> um and so when you know when when this new this new Rose and Maiden came out, came out, I was very um, wary about it. And the first episode did not sell me on it. Really, it was it was a recap of a show that didn't exist, basically, and it, it was just very confusing and very unpleasant. Um, but from episode two onward of this new show, um, it's very interesting. It's very kind of serious. This kind of quiet reflection on um, this guy, this young man who did not go on an adventure, who grew up, became a college student, and his life did not go the way that he thought it would go, and suddenly he had a second chance to, to have, have the adventure that he missed out on, basically. And it's, 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 very, um, it's very poignant. And I think, I think people who watch it, especially people in, the 20s, in, in their 20s like, like me, um, they, might, they might find something that resonates with them. It's Rose and Maiden, guys. <laughs> All right. Next question. What about the anime Ride Back? Did you find appealing? Ride Back. Oh, that's, uh, you know, I think in general, second chances are just kind of my thing. Because um, Ride, Ride Back. Getting, I think we're getting that theme here. Yeah, because um, Ride Back, if, if you haven't seen it, it's about this girl who um, she trained her whole life to become a, a ballerina, just like her mother. But then she injured herself and she can't dance anymore. And she kind of feels like, well, my, my life is basically over. Um, but then it's the near future, and they have these machines called ridebacks, which are like these, um, these bipedal motorcycle machines. And she accidentally, she gets on one, and she realizes like that she can do something new. She can kind of make a new life out of, out of riding ridebacks. And it's just you know, being re-inspired is, is, a, is a really beautiful to watch. All right, we're going to grab some last-minute questions out of the social stream real quick. What uh, recent make with the recent remakes of anime fad? What would you like to see remade? What would I like to see remade? Yep. Oh, oh, that's too easy. Too easy. Video Girl I. <laughs> it needs to be redone. It needs to be. It needs to be a twelve episode series, and they need to incorporate in the manga. They have um, they have this 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 sub involving like a dark video girl who is like out to destroy eye and stuff and it's that's that sort of stuff needs to be in there and i think yeah remake would be really wonderful so wait 2dt uh who would make it then oh who would make it oh i don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah just not not like dean or something like that because then i would kill myself but oh. yeah. <laughs> other ones otherwise i mean like you know like a1 or something like that. that'd be great all right, that concludes all of tonight's TBT quiz. Did I miss? Um, yes, here's the question.
Who's your waifu from Railgun? Oh, there we go. Yep. 2DT. Oh, yeah. Misaka Satinsan. I can never say this right. Uharu or Kuroko. Try that one again, Joe. No, I'm not going to. Please. Oh, that's like, I'm butchering okay, don't embarrass him. No, it's just Kuroko. Kuroko. Yeah. The girl who... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying... I'm just going to say something. Somebody wrote a terrible... Wrote an article about her and how she knows amazing math and stuff. And I have to say, nobody fact-checked the article and it was... The math was terrible. So I'm just throwing that out there. If you ever write an article and you include math, please have someone fact-check it. Just... just physics major, if you're going to... Please just before you start throwing math into a... Anyways, move on. Um, waifu, waifu. Um, honestly, with... What? No, you said waifu, raifu. So, kind of raifu, real gun. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, um, <laughs> Misaka has kind of grown on me because of, like, the struggling that she's had to go through in the second season. But honestly, who I really love, um, Misaka Imoto. I really like her. She's really cute. <laughs> oh, I feel so gross saying that, but you know, because she's like what ten year or one year old or something like that. Um, <laughs> technically, right? Which but yeah, yeah. The, the, the sisters, you mean? Yeah, the sisters. They're really yeah. cute. Okay. Hey. Yes. I think that covers everything. All right. Mm-hmm. Moving on past past the two DT quiz time. Elevator pitch. Eric, you want to describe this game? Elevator pitch uh, essentially involves. We always play this game when we have a guest on the show. Um, That's true. Two DT is our guest today. So what happens is, is Joe and I we each have a certain number of shows. This week it will be four shows, and the main idea is that in we'll do forty-five seconds because thirty seconds was a little quick last time. Yeah, so we have I'll get 40- the timer up and ready while you're talking. Okay, we each have um, for, so each of the four shows that we picked, we have forty-five seconds to essentially convince Two DT to watch the show. And after we, after the 45 seconds, uh, 2DT can ap- ask up to two questions regarding like, their explanation. And after, so after the 45 seconds and the two questions, 2DT will then determine whether he's going to watch the show or not. So if he wants to watch the show, that's a point. And if he doesn't feel convinced to watch it, then don't get any points. So, okay. You guys so are eating them. Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> at, the end of this, at the end of the day, um, if I have more points than Joe, then I win. If Joe has more points than me, well, the world will blow up. So, jeez, it's because Arrow gets this like crazy, passionate, psycho look in his eyes when he starts doing this, and it's hard to say no to him. One, it's competition, and two, I just am really convincing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I relegated myself to going first on this one. So uh, it'll go me, then Arrow, then Arrow, then me, and then we'll keep swapping until we go through all We'll four. snake it. We'll snake, yeah, snake mm-hmm. pattern. So first up, let me see what I chose first. I forgot. Oh, Silver Spoon. So have you have you ever read the Silver Spoon manga there, 2DT, or not? No. Okay, so you're fresh slate to this. Have you watched anything about it yet? No, not really. Okay. So let's do this. Ready to start the clock, Arrow? Go for it. All right. I'm keeping time. Three, two, one, go. So Silver Spoon is a story about a boy who comes from the big city, ends up enrolling in an agricultural high school to get away from what, which I don't know yet because I haven't seen it, get away from something he didn't enjoy back at his school. When he gets there, he thinks, oh, I'm smart. I'll be able to do the book stuff. But then he quickly realizes that he's completely out of his element being a city guy and trying to clean chicken coops, take care of pigs, 
Ryan Unit, he is not an agricultural guy. So it's about him adapting to this agricultural school, becoming ingrained, becoming a part of the group, and learning all about this other part of society that he never knew because he's a city boy. Eggs are eggs, meat's meat. You know, it's all about learning the other side of how society option, uh, how society runs and functions. So that's Silver Spoon. Time. Perfect. Hmm. It's what my question should have been. Shane, you can't can take anymore. <laughs> we increased the uh, we increased the time, so true, true. So do you get two questions if you want further clarification? That's true. Okay. Um, I don't care about Moyashimon. Oh, <laughs> if I didn't, why would I watch Silver Spoon? You you like the characters getting second chances? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This this kind of falls in that line. He goes where he was. He kind of leaves his he leaves what he knew behind and join does something new and kind of gets a second chance to reinvent himself in a way. Hmm. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Point for you. Woohoo! All right, you ready, Arrow? Ah, boo. Okay. <laughs> Arrow chose Watamote, or I'll let you say the entire title there, Arrow. Okay. So three, two. One. So Watsumote is essentially about a little girl, a high school girl, who's a, you know, she's an anime otaku just like we are. Um, except the problem is, is that she has this inability to essentially communicate with others. Whenever she tries to talk to someone, she always comes out in a very whimper or whisper. And she just can't be outgoing like she wants to be. Um, every single time she always starts in a denial case saying, it's not my fault. Oh, it's always someone else's fault that, like that they're popular and it's just that you're overshadowing me or something like that. But whenever she does try to reinvent herself, usually bad things would happen, such as like she would say something really awkward or embarrass herself in public or even just downright make a fool of herself or even hurting herself in the process. Um, it's, it's a very cute comedy in which she tries to get up her bubble, but when she does, it just always ends up That's it, arrow. Perfect timing. Okay, now I've got a logistical question. If I already watched Watamote, does, does that mean a free point? Wait, wait, you're watching it? That wasn't on the list. What was it? Hmm? Oh, well, DQ then. <laughs> no, um, you didn't. You actually, you did not give it. You you were watching Love Lab, Railgun, Eccentric Family, Raws and... Oh, no! Three. I messed you guys up. <laughs> I, I kept track of the list. Oh, damn. Oh, that's a free point for Arrow. We'll call that a, yes! we'll call that a draw. <laughs> okay, so you guys are a draw. Yeah, you know, you, well, yes, you know, Arrow, you were so convincing that I would have watched it anyway. So. <laughs> He's giving him the sympathy point. Hey, hey, hey. That's still a point. All right, so next up for you. Yes. C3 Boo, Arrow. Stella C3 Boo. All right, okay. three, two, one, go. So Stella, Stella, uh, Stella C3 Boo essentially falls around uh, five cute girls playing airsoft. Uh, you may want to think of, or you may try to think of this as K-On, but with airsoft. Instead, think of it more as like five girls who are just very done otaku, and they're just living out their everyday lives, essentially just playing airsoft. Uh, the main character herself, this is where the second chance comes in, because literally the first three episodes is about her trying to reinvent herself, and the fourth episode, by the glory of Gainax, just shows how much she's willing to take the initiative and actually literally change the world around her so that she can reinvent herself. Uh, very uplifting, very awesome, very out of your out of this world. Uh, I wouldn't say it's Gainax true for time, time, time. But it's fucking mm. awesome. 
Hmm. Questions, huh? Yes. Questions. Um, well, okay. So when you said that that she kind of re remakes the world and like that, um, can you can you give a little bit more detail? Uh, episode four. Okay. Just, so okay, it's okay. so. I'll, I'll just say like this: she has a very overactive imagination, mm-hmm. and so uh, during the series, she realizes that. She, um, she's always having these fantasies, but she never actually has the chance to live up to those fantasies, um, especially during the middle of the gunplay or during the gunfights themselves. Um, it's like it's almost like having a Vietnam flashback, but just like a thousand times more adorable. Uh, but <laughs> but essentially, after a key turning point, she realizes that she doesn't want to just simply live or, or try to or try to think of these so, fantasies. So- she wants to leave those fantasies out. So, so, Arrow, since you had to spend an additional 45 seconds explaining the show? No, I didn't, because I answered his question. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Okay. Oh, okay. No, keep going. Uh, no, keep going. Keep going. I'll let, you, I'll let you answer. 2DT, go for it. Oh, 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 no. It's it's just, um... It's like I want hmm, uh, that, saying, saying that the episode 4 is so awesome, that really gets my curiosity going, so... <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I will say, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, I don't know if this is going to be a good game. <laughs> I'm going to say yes to everything. Um, but yeah, I think I will. I think I will. Oh, that's funny. All right, so okay. next up. I, I, now that he's awarded the point, let me at least say this. Hands down, probably, like, my third favorite show of the season. Behind two sequels, so that, that says a lot. It's not a, it's not a terrible show. It's pretty enjoyable. The fourth episode, definitely, when she kind of goes into her own little world, is interesting. <laughs> I, I tried to. I, that was a slip of my part. We should, we should not talk about. Okay. It. I, I, right. um, I've had people telling me that I should watch it too, so I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yes. You've won. <laughs> All right. Next up. This battle. Oh, I chose mm-hmm. servant service. That's right. Okay. So let me get the timer up. Ready? So servant service is about three uh, fresh out of college graduates who go and begin work in a public servant's office. They're working for, I think, so in a social welfare office, essentially. And it's a comedy show based around their uh, interactions. So there's little segments here and there. Um, jokes abound. Uh, we have Emoto jokes. We have big boob jokes. We just have fun characters. We have one girl who the whole reason she joined the public servant office is she wanted to get back at the guy who allowed her parents to give her 30 first names. Um, just et cetera. It's good comedy. If you've ever had a big, a big company job or ever worked for public sector, it's, it especially hits a note. But it's just a good, clean comedy show, much along the lines of working. So, uh, I guess that's about it. Mm. Okay. The first question is, yes. um, if I could not finish working. <laughs> Um, how how is servant service a little different from that? I have no idea because I've never seen working either. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nice, a nice answer. Okay. So, personally, I enjoy it just because I get some of it's it's I get some of the office humor time kind of things, so I find that enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's got some cliche little you know, soon little sister jokes in there that are and they can be funny at times, and it's just. I guess it's one of those that's enjoyable humor. It's humor I can get. It's not like, um, what was that one show that came out a while back where it was very localized humor? Um, Joshiraku? Yeah, Joshiraku. Could not get the humor in that because I didn't understand the culture a lot behind a lot of the jokes, right? 
This show, I think the generic is the, the dance show. The jokes are not so localized. So it may, I think the appeal is there. There's a wider appeal to the jokes. Hey, Joe. Mm. Yes. Since I like the show, could we tag team this one? Go for it. Okay. Um, I, know, I do think of it as like one from you. No, no, no it's, don't worry about it. Think of it as like this. Um, since the, all the characters are all high school or like high school college graduates, fresh college graduates, yeah. fresh college graduates, they're more or less associated with our age group. So the jokes themselves are more directed towards a mature audience as opposed to working, which dealt with a lot of high schoolers. That's true. So, That's true. So mm, the joke levels brought up a bit. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I really don't think I want to watch that one. That's fine. I will admit, I'm so sorry. Dropped it after two or three episodes, but I, I, I the humor is a little, like I said, a little more mature. So it's, it's a deal. Bad burn, Joe. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> compared to something like Joshua Rocker working. Yeah. All right. Mm. So moving on. Okay. I think I'm mixed up again, aren't I? Yeah. Oh, then chicken. Have you, did you ever, have you ever read the monitor or seen the first series? First season? Was, uh, answer that, ask that question first. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. Huh? <laughs> oh, so why am I even give it the pitch? <laughs> well, give the pitch. Give the pitch. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I do need to be sold on this one. So You do have to be sold? All right. Yes, I do. So, the timer is too loud if you give me a countdown there, Arrow. Go. All right. So, the second season of Chicken follows continuation of the first season. You know, it follows the humor and comedy of a group of people that are manga otakus. We have a cross-dresser who is hard to discern from being male and female. The perfect trap. We have the president who is in process of generating her own manga. And we get jokes abound sort of between these groups. Oh, hard to sell on this one because I don't know. Yeah, anyways. Um, what else? So it's just it's a, a good continuation of the first season. It's funny. It's humorous. Uh, I'm not selling this very well because I don't know what to say. You got five seconds, so. It's, it's college-oriented. I don't know. I'm not doing <laughs> I don't know why I chose it. I had something in mind before, and I've just locked up. I know. I locked up. Uh, yeah, well, I guess based on the pitch alone, I can't I can't say I would watch that. I know. I know. I did a terrible pitch. It's okay. It, 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 ha it happens. It's a problem. Go for it. Okay, Arrow. All right. You've got Kami-sama. So, Kami-sama no Inai Nichiyobi. So, a Sunday okay, I know. I know absolutely nothing about this one, so... All right, Brilliant! Go All right, go for it. Three, two, one. So, A Sunday Without God essentially takes place about 20 years from present day. Uh, one day, God essentially came in and said, hey, heaven and hell are filled, so therefore, that's it. We're done. And uh, the consequences that follow is that apparently nobody can die. Or at least, if their arms are cut off, if their heart stops beating, they turn into zombies, essentially. And so what happens is that there was a girl who whose mother essentially raised her to be a grave, uh, a grave digger, in which she's supposed to take people who want to die and put them at rest so they can finally achieve peace. So now it's about this girl going around the countryside trying to essentially save humanity Five. from Godzid. Wow. That's time. Interesting. It's okay. deep, yo. <laughs> okay, um, let me ask, what, what's the main character like? So the main character is a 12-year-old girl, so a lot of people say she's lolly, I say she's young. Um, 
she's very hyperactive. Um, not necessarily naive, but she's very optimistic about the world around her. And essentially, despite what other people are telling her, saying how corrupt or how there's a lot of bad people out there, she she's willingly she willingly seeks to find a good with a man. So. Hmm. Uh, second question. Okay. Um, is there any action? Uh, as far as the so, by action there is probably like five seconds worth of like five scenes. Um, there there is there are tense moments where there like you know guns are shown, brandished essentially, um, and people eventually do die. Uh, but the action is not necessarily focused, or sorry, the story's focus isn't necessarily in the action, but in the essentially the standoffs and the consequences that follow through those standards. Okay, so it's not it's not like uh, zombie hunting kind of. Oh thing. no 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 it's no. Not by by, by zombie I mean by zombie I mean you you look and you act exactly the same as if nothing had happened. Except say say yeah. you say you were say you were shot in the face. Um, you would walk around as if nothing happened. You would feel no pain for it whatsoever. You're, you're dead, but your your soul hasn't left the body. Hmm. I'll try it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Fosh doesn't give you much credit with this one there, Arrow. He said, I is pretty dumb. She's young. It's, she's a young girl. What do you expect? She was a young girl raised in a sheltered village. Yeah, um, there's a lot of naivety there, that's for sure. That, 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 that's true. But, um, it, so since a lot of people really don't know about the series, um, the three-episode rule apparently is really common among anime fans. I'm learning this now. Um, this is actually the perfect test for this show. That's true, because the three episode was a complete arc. An entire, it could have been an OVA series, the first three. Yeah. Like, you think, like you think by the end of the third episode, it's like, wow, okay, series is over. Like, just, if you don't like those first three episodes, then... Yeah, it was, it, that's one thing they did right with that one, I'll say, is that they made the first three a complete, succinct arc that, honestly, probably should have just been an OVA, and then they could have done the series later. But, yeah, it's... Yeah. All right, so, Arrow, you get the point. Yay. Yeah. Two it's more, right? Two more. All right. You're next up. Oh, no. It's okay. Why was it me? No, it's me. It's, no, no, it's me. We snake. I know. I screwed up on the animation, so I'm going to flip over. So go for it. Okay. So because I already won 3-1 at this point, <laughs> I'm going to do a victory lap. So the show, <laughs> <I> picked, <laughs> the show I picked is called, wait, Joe. Can, can you show it so that everyone can read this? There you it go. Is there. Oh, yeah, the yeah, the snaking got screwed up, so go. So, Zenki Sesho Simpo Gear G in the distance that day when the star became music. Um, I know I'm totally throwing this out there. It's a sequel to a series that aired last year. But I will say this. The series aired last year. It's, I put down, actually, as the most underrated show of 2012. This, uh, the sequel itself is millions times better. Improved animation. Improved, like story improved everything like it's the it's series like wins the most improved title like from season to season um the campiness is the beautiful part uh you get a mizuki nana uh, duet with hisaka yoko you get Aoyuki doing bruce lee impersonations you get kayano i singing death metal like there's nothing more i can ask from the series and yet it just keeps delivering and delivering and delivering Absolutely one of my favorite shows of the season. Probably behind Monogatari's second season just because I'm a fanboy. This show is brilliant to its core. Hmm. 
do I have to have seen the first one? Yes, but I'm essentially telling you to watch the first season. <laughs> if, yeah, if you haven't seen the first season, the second season doesn't make as much sense. They, Not they like, don't do any real. They don't do any background to start it off. I know. The only reason why I picked the show is because I knew I would win. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but in all honesty. The real reason why I chose this show is because, as I said before, the first season is what I consider the most underrated show of 2012. It is absolutely phenomenal, and everyone who I've convinced to at least try it has finished it and was thoroughly in- entertained. Like, so essentially what I'm telling you is to go back and watch the first season so that you can really appreciate the second season. Again, Hisaka Yoko and Mizuki Nana have a duet. Aoyuki... It impersonates Bruce Lee. Kayano Ai, the most softest voice, probably second to Hanakana, since death metal. You know, um, <laughs> I cannot give the point because I will not guarantee that I'll watch it, but I will I do my research. I'll do my research on this one. It sounds very interesting. So good. That's fun. <laughs> One more, right? One more. Yep. That's true. So the last one is Gotcha Man Crowds. If you haven't heard of that already, I'd be worried for um, QD. Well, you know what it is? Um, I've, I've seen... Okay, so i I got to tell you the truth. I only saw one episode of it. Okay. <laughs> and um, and I saw, I saw people raving about it. People raving. And um, I, don't, I don't see it yet. And then... Um, Another friend I talked to, she wasn't very impressed by it either. So uh, this this one might be an uphill battle. So we'll just kind of go through it, and I'll discuss how about my point of view on this. We won't go to pitch. Yes, please, please. So while it has the Gotcha Man name, it definitely mm-hmm. isn't anything like what I would think is the previous Gotcha Man series. It does have a Sentai-type format where you have uh, five characters that represent some sort of power team, you know, much like Power Rangers or something like that. The main, I said, main character is personally for me annoying. I'm not sold on her personality at all. But it's when you look at the characters as a whole, everybody's very dramatic in their personalities. They all fit into very extreme segments. Does that make sense? They all represent a very extreme personality profile. So in that regards, you know, all the characters have a different reflection on the team as a whole. Uh, the series is animated very colorfully. You have lots of bright colors and contrast with dark colors. It's from a visual aesthetics, it's very pleasing to the eye, I think, because you have a lot of contrast, a lot of things happening. Um, in these first three episodes, I don't still don't know what to make of the plot yet. They're, they've thrown a lot of things out there, but they really haven't focused on what the true enemy is yet. The enemy's still a mystery. We don't know what the gotcha men are truly trying to fight yet. They keep throwing and mixing in a lot of different things. But one of the most interesting things in gotcha men crowds is the gotcha men themselves. It's this software called Galax. Okay. And so it, think of it as like uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Foursquare all mixed into one app. Let's say let's say there's an emergency, right? Somebody goes, I need somebody say somebody says I need a doctor or something. They type it into Galax and it it through your own 
submission of personal information by other people, it'll go out and ping somebody and say, hey, this person needs a doctor. And if people through their own volition are willing to help, you know, pay it forward kind of thing. They're willing to come and help. It's a very interesting technology thing. The cost is a, a brief three-minute talk on it. And I think for me, that's one of the most interesting side topics that just really isn't being addressed or isn't just as much or is going to be addressed more in the show that just kind of completes the whole series. So extreme visuals between darks and lights, brights and... You know, the whole good versus evil is kind of is reinforced through dark colors, light colors. For night, that's not even true entirely either. But there's this whole color palette combined with very extreme contrasting personalities and then combined with an interesting back end technology. Make it something that even if at first glance it may not be appealing, but there's just something on right at the edge that could just push over the edge to being wow, that's cool. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess I could. I guess I could just watch a little bit more. I think the show you have to be patient with because I think the payoff is coming. Payoff. That's the thing. It's always hard to say, but it's it's like um, no, no, go on. Sorry. That big oh crap! Now I get it. Kind of moment is coming. I think that's why people do three episode tests. But I just, I just feel um, life is so short. Life is so short and so precious. See, like I said, I'm a big fan of sci-fi. I like my superhero shows. Sentai, I have a sweet spot for Sentai shows. Okay, so, I'll, I'll give it... Like Majestic will, Prince. I don't know if you've watched any of that. I That's another one that everyone raves about. Um, I, th- I think it's... Yeah. Un- I don't know if everyone raves about it. I think it's underappreciated. I don't think enough people are watching it. It's still a similar thing. It has a Sentai-type format. You've got five characters there that uh, form a team. Joe. Huh. Can I, can I tell you a secret? Yes. Please don't hate me. I don't actually like sci-fi that much. I know you don't. I know. I, I've seen what you watch, and it's definitely not anywhere near your list. You don't hate me, right? No, I don't. Everybody has their interests. I still appreciate Arrow, despite his love of Idolmaster. I don't see why I, I hate Idolmaster. I love Idolmaster. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just giving it a hard time. Because everything always comes back to Idolmaster for Arrow. Well, because it's legit. <laughs> it, it changed my life <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I said but there's more going on in the show like uh, Majestic Prince and just the sci-fi aspect there's a lot of subtle plots to there like there's this certain depressing tone these kids oh, this is something they, they mentioned in the first few episodes but these kids have their memories prior to age 14 completely wiped and then they're they're rebuilt at high school, so to speak, to, to guide robots. And there's this, always this sad tone about, oh, man, I wish I knew my parents, and things like that, that kind of contrast their combat. It's just it's a very interesting show. You're talking about Majestic Prince, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought you went back to Gotcha Man for a second. No, and I was... no Gotcha Man is a... <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're done with the game. Arrow, you, you have won. <laughs> All right. I know. But, but let, me, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me at least end the game with this note. Okay. If you're not taking Gotcha Man crowds... You could totally be finishing Pokemon Agatari. <laughs> Which I convinced that, Joe to watch, and Joe likes. You didn't have to convince me to watch it. I blogged with, with, uh, I will at with least Ghost Lightning. Twice. He was a huge Monogatari fan. That's true, he was. But I'll, I'll at least do episode 12. Yeah, Actually, I want to know your perspective, because Min, Min made a point of this, is that most people, like, they had to grind through the first 11 episodes in order to get the payoff that we call episode 12. So... For you to just go one, two, twelve, it's like all of Senjo Gahara. Like, like 
that's like the only Sinjigahara moments in Bake. So I'll do it. Yeah, I will definitely. Do I want. I, I really want to hear your thoughts on this. So. Okay. All right. So I think we're uh, we're all in final thoughts, guys. Mm, you go first. I'll go first. So I went back and looked at my Anime Planet list, and I have seen All oh My Goddess. I've only seen the original five uh, OVA episodes, but I have, do not remember at all her drinking Darjeeling tea. Oh, oh yeah, that they, they they drink that in a C three boo. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I've already won that point, but still, they do drink that tea in C three boo. Okay. And she was is the one that serves it to them. So, oh. Hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Final thoughts. Thoughts. Um, right. Well, I feel I feel that this um, this season is perhaps is perhaps a little quieter um, than seasons before, but I do think. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm talking about. Arrow, take away. <laughs> take away. Okay. So for the guys who've missed it, um, Friday Anime Podcast went up last week. So be sure to check that one out. Um, yeah. If you if you need a little more convincing on or understanding of what Gotcha Man Kratz is all about, um, don't listen to that podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, expect one next week as well, and hopefully I can get 2DT to come on one of these in the near future as well. So sure, maybe that might be fun. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. I got a good last thought. Okay. Okay. So, um, so this season, I feel, um, is <sighs> I lost it. Oh my god, I'm so terrible. I'm so sorry, guys. Is it underwhelming? No, 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 no. It's 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 more this feeling of um of everything. I feel the shows, even the shows that I don't like, they have something to say, and I feel that that is actually the secret of good anime. So that there's like an actual message to him besides just yeah. telling the story. I think so. That's what, uh, that's at least what what draws me into a really good show, and I think that's what makes things last. I think this might be a season where things last, if even if they're not immediately impressive. Yeah, that's a good last thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So you can find this show and others at the web listed there at We have podcast feeds. This gets recorded to YouTube later, as well as the Ustream channel. And if you'd like to join us, like 2DT did, you can send us an email. And that's it, guys. Are we off? Nope. Say goodbye. Oh. oh. Uh, bye, guys. Bye.